Senior Life Journeys presents Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here is your host, best-selling author, Carol Howell. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. I'm Carol Howell, your host, and I'm glad you've joined me. I want you to go to my website, letstalkdementia.org, or to Amazon, and check out my newest book called Let's Talk Dementia, Take Two, Not What I Expected. It picks up where Let's Talk Dementia left off and finishes up with the hardest chapter I've ever written in my life, and that's the one telling you of my mama's last 24 days and some of the things that she said that Well, they rocked my world and still do. Um, So check it out there, and I appreciate you supporting us through the purchasing of our books. If I can be of service to you at the website, click on uh, Schedule Time with Carol, and I will absolutely respond by email or by phone, however you prefer, and we'll have a free consultation, and I'm here for you. Keep that in mind. Today, I want to talk to you about your brain. Now, I know that comes as a big shock to you. We never talk about the brain, do we? (laughs) Okay, I'm being funny. So what we know is the brain is a problem-solving machine. It is solving problems from the past that maybe we had not solved or solving problems that we're dealing with now. And even oftentimes we're solving problems we didn't even know we're going to have. We're solving problems for the future that have not even occurred. Eh, That's not the best use of our brain power, but we do it. I think it's interesting in one of my recent sessions with my counselor, I Uh, He was talking about the difference between men and women and how their brains process life. And he said that for a man, he's pretty much a kill it, you know, hunt it down, kill it, drag it home, sit down and rest kind of person. His brain is working towards that accomplishment of, of, of getting a goal done and then being finished. And that's why they can sit down, drink a beer, watch football and be totally content. And then there's the female of us. And we are, our brain is constantly on. We are never finished with that task that our brain has been assigned because once we finish it, in the process of working on it, we come up with 14 other projects or problems or situations that make uh, use of more brain power and that constantly keep us going. If you're like me, by the time you reach a certain point of the day, you are very tired. Now, I'm not talking about tired because you ran a marathon or you've changed your loved one with dementia's underclothes 12 times today and you've listened to the same story 14 times and you cook two meals. That's the physical kind of tired. I'm talking about the mental kind of tired where your brain has just had to be on the whole time. Your brain never got a chance to have a beer and watch a football game, <laughs> metaphorically speaking, of course. But you, your brain did not turn off, and that's more true for a female than for a male. I didn't realize that, and I think it, it does say a lot about the female population. And it says a lot about the stress levels that we as females experience. Um, now, I know I have some male listeners, and I welcome you greatly, and we're kind of envious of the fact that you can turn it off at some point and allow your brain to relax. But if you're of the female population and you find that's difficult, it's something to think about. So I asked my therapist, well, what do I do about this? And he said, you need to meditate. Well, I have talked to you guys in several of my episodes about Um, square breathing, diaphragmatic breathing, all of these things, and I do practice them. Um, I am not good at them. I am going to admit that to you. When I am doing square breathing, where you breathe into the count of four, hold it for the count of two, out for the count of four, hold it for the count of two, I become totally obsessed with counting. 
that is not relaxing me. It's stressing me. And I'm thinking, did I count that right? Oh, I need to start over. Oh, I've got to get this right. I don't do it well. But I know it's good for me and I try hard. One of the breathing techniques, just for your information, that I was taught is to put your hands on your side, um, just above your waist, to feel what that feels like just in normal relaxation. Now breathe so that you cause your hands on your side to extend out. So the left hand goes to the left, the right hand goes to the right. So you're filling up that part of your body. Then when you blow it out, that air, you feel that part of your body sink in. So it's out with the hands, in with the hands. And that is good, healthy breathing. And I, I practice that. Yet, I still am not good at this idea of meditating through breathing. And so my therapist said one of the very good ways for a female especially, and especially this female, to meditate is through meditative journaling. Well, you know, I write books and writing is my thing. I do words well. I don't do numbers quite as good. And so I said, okay, tell me about this. And he said, anytime you have a stressful situation, as soon as you can thereafter, just sit down and write about it. Whether you write for one minute or, or an hour makes no difference, but you get it off your brain. It is a way for your brain to release that information and now you've got it written down so that should you need it again it's there so you don't have to worry about trying to hold on to it you've written it down in a journaling type of atmosphere and I went huh, I can do this well the very next day I had an opportunity for a, an anxiety filled moment a stressful filled moment to enter my world shock of shocks you know <laughs> who doesn't have this and so I did take some time and I downloaded a journaling app on my iPad. It's really cool. It was free and I just typed away. And soon I found myself typing about things that I was thankful for rather than just the event that, that did bring anxiety or stress into my world. It, it morphed on its own into what I was thankful for. I wrote one of my um, family members and told them I was thankful for your husband today. Just came into my brain that, you know, I'm thankful that, that he is part of our world. It was just a cool experience, you guys. I know in your caregiving journey, journey, you are busy. You don't have a truckload of time to sit down and just journal every little thought that happens. But what if just twice a week you journaled? And then you found out it did help. And you might find you go to three times a week or five times a week or maybe every day. Um, you might be surprised how much better it makes you feel. And then at some point you may go back and read that and realize, as the song says that I grew up with, um, remind me, dear Lord, show me where you brought me from and where I could have been and where you could have been had you not have spent the time journaling. I'm going through a book called The Rudder of the Day by Dan Miller. It's a devotional. And I'm also going through Your 100-Day Prayer Journey by John Snyder. I recommend both of those books to you. They're fabulous. I've gone through both of them several times and just decided to pull them out and go through both of them at the same time. And it, and it just amazes me how that day's devotion or that day's prayer um, relates to what I've got going on. And it's neat to read what I wrote back in 2012 or 2010 in regards to the um, writings for that day and, and the questions that were asked and how they related to my life. It's neat to see where God has answered prayer and brought me through situations that I found very daunting at that time, and, and now they're all behind me. The interesting thing that I think that I have learned is what we consider to be a problem, a need, um, really they're not. In in the world that we live in, we have very few needs. Um, we we think that 
in our world that we would have few needs. We have all the electronics and, and social media and you know access to everything under the sun. And then those folks in third world countries that don't have that, they have a lot of need. But you know what they find out is the exact opposite is true. Here we sit with an abundance of everything and we feel our lives are just overwhelmed by need and anxiety. Yet those folks in third world countries are just happy that they did go out, kill something, drag it home and could cook it for dinner and that they are safe in their cottage or whatever they are living in. And they have few actual needs as their mind is forming the definition of need. I'm trying to keep that in mind when I get worked up about something. Is this worth me getting worked up about? As my dad used to say, at 100 years from now, will anybody know the difference? And if they won't, is it something I need to spend a whole lot of energy on right now? In your caregiving journey, that's an important thing to think about. Yeah, we've got to keep our loved ones clean and fed and dressed and give them their medication on time. We need to give them some interaction with other people. But if you don't have dessert... The light, you know, the world will not end. If today was the day to wash their hair and you just, you couldn't get it done, don't freak out. Their hair is going to be there tomorrow. You can wash it then. So maybe thinking about the emphasis we put on need, maybe that will help take some stress off of you. And then when you're stressing about that need, pull out your iPad or your journaling app or your pretty notebook or whatever it is, the napkin from the kitchen table <laughs> and write down those thoughts. Then later when you look at them, you might go, hmm, that wasn't a need after all. Blessings and smiles on your caregiving journey. A special thank you to our sponsors, Veterans and Families of Florida. These amazing people are available to help veterans and spouses of veterans receive benefits to which they are entitled. You can contact them at 904-528-1084 or by email at info at vfflorida.org. Be sure to tell them Carol sent you. Veterans and Families of Florida. These people care. I would like to take a special moment and thank you for being a part of Let's Talk Dementia. You can find us at our website, www.letstalkdementia.org. All of our books, podcasts, and videos are available there, and you can schedule a free phone consultation with me. Click Menu in the top right-hand corner, and then choose Schedule Time with Carol. I look forward to talking with you. Blessings and smiles.